Welcome to episode 83 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the macho manly maker of merriment and molten mass mastery. Molten mass mastery. Uh, That's fun to say. (laughs) Yep, that's why I said it. And also because it has to do with the story I want to tell today. Well, let's act like a frog at a pond and jump right in. (laughs) Okay, but... I actually have to warn our listeners first. Uh, the beginning of the story is very scary. It's it's not really for the faint of heart. This story may cause some kids to actually feel sick to their stomach. Whoa. Uh, uh, A.B., what, what's this story about? Well, it's about... Oh, hang on. Can we get some spooky music? Yeah. Today's story is about... A homework assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you you really had me worried there for a second. Oh, good. Then now you know how we kids feel when we get homework. Although, if I'm being truthful, and a few of our past episodes have actually taught us to be truthful, I was actually excited when I first heard about this homework project. It wasn't until much later that I got really worried and I got that sick feeling that naturally comes with homework. I'm not sure everyone gets a a worried, sick feel. Well, you you know what? Um, Let's just get into it. Start with the assignment. Uh, What was it? Well, our teacher told us that our end of the semester assignment was to make a working volcano. So at first, I was actually bubbling over with excitement. (laughs) I like it, bubbling over. I get it. Uh, Because of the volcano. You know, I I lava that joke. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Jesse. Uh, but some kids actually groan when they heard the assignment, but not me. I actually shouted, yes, but then my teacher took away some of my enthusiasm. Mm, how did he do that? He immediately turned to me and said I couldn't use real fire. Well, I'm glad the teacher pointed that out. You know, it's their job to keep all the students and, you know, the school building safe. Yeah, I guess, but then I told him that that was totally fine, and he quickly added that I couldn't use exploding soda bottles either. It sounds like your teacher knows you pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my science teacher really likes me, which is weird since sometimes he sends me to the principal's office when I could actually be in class with... Anyway, that's not important right now. What is important is I had a giant assignment, and I had very little time to do it. Well, how long did you have? Two months. Uh, Two months? Uh, A.B., that sounds like a long time, especially if you started on it right away. Uh, You did start on it right away. Uh, Bob? Uh, Sure. You know, if right away means a couple of days before it was due. Look, it wasn't like I was putting it off to the last minute. I actually had it all planned out in my magnificent brain, so I knew I didn't need the full two months to get it done. And uh, how'd uh, that turn out for you? Hey, you know what? We haven't read any letters that we've received from our listeners in a while, Jesse. Uh, you want to read some reviews or questions that we got from our loyal fans? Uh, Bob, you're going to lose at least one fan if you don't finish your story. And remember, our past episodes about being uh, truthful? 
Okay, so maybe I should have started it sooner. However, the first volcano I actually made wasn't that bad. Oh, wait, the first one. How many volcanoes were you supposed to make? Well, just one, but it needed to be perfect. You know, homework is not like having kids. Even if you have a perfect first kid, like me, you might still have another less than perfect one, like my younger brother. But with homework, you keep going until you make a perfect one, and then you stop. Uh, hang on. I'm making a note here to do a future episode about not making fun of your siblings, and how there was only one perfect person to walk this planet, and he was born more than 2,000 years ago. And done. Okay, so, uh, back to your volcano story. (laughs) Okay, so, I sculpted the first one out of homemade clay. I thought it looked great, but then my brother walked in, and... He sort of put some doubts in my mind. Well, how did he do that? Brian looked at it for a bit, and then he asked me why I was making a melted pig. (laughs) I like it. Well, you know, pigs are good at school. Wait, they are? Yeah, they're really good at doing ham work. (laughs) Oh, Jesse, come on. (laughs) That joke actually hurts so bad, I feel like I need a ambulance. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Well, you know, so did your volcano need like a special ointment because it looked like a melted pig? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he- here's the deal. My brother just said it looked like a melted pig, but you can't really go by my brother's opinion on style. I mean, come on. Have you seen how he dresses? Uh, doesn't he just wear your old clothes? Huh. Oh, yeah. So I guess... I guess he actually dresses really cool now that I think about it. Anyway, I thought my volcano looked like a volcano, so I wasn't going to let my brother bring me down by his comments. So then when mom walked in, I asked her what she thought. And uh, what did she say? Well, she asked me if I used a hammer to make it because it looked like Frankenswine. It's alive! (laughs) You know, mom is a real ham when it comes to pig jokes. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that's just really funny. No, it's okay. It made me laugh too, but much, much later. Anyway, I decided to work on the shape a bit more. Once I had it looking more, uh, I guess, mountainy instead of boorish, uh, I put it in the garage to dry. But unfortunately, I didn't know at the time that my homemade clay was actually edible. Oh, no. I'm uh, a little afraid to ask why that matters. Oh, it matters, Jesse. It, it matters a lot. The next morning, my dad walked into the kitchen and asked why Bolt, uh, uh, that's our dog, uh, was in the garage and why Bolt was eating a clay warthog. Uh, hang on. Are you saying... Yes, Jesse, I'm saying it. <laughs> your dog ate your homework? <laughs> my dog ate my homework. My, my teacher was never going to believe that. I ran out to the garage, and sure enough, there was Bolt just chomping away on the last part of my assignment. An assignment, I want to point out, that was sure to get me an A, or at least some grade in the upper alphabet region. Well, maybe Bolt just thought it was a strawberry snort cake. <laughs> Okay, that's actually funny, but at the time, it was no laughing matter. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bob. I don't mean to joke about it because, you know, that must have made you kind of mad. Yeah, I wasn't even kind of mad. I was super mad. I'm not proud of this, but I really lost my temper. I I grabbed a football and I threw it at Bolt. Oh, no. You know, Bob, you know, it's never good to lose your temper. Uh, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29 reminds us that people with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. And, you know, I hope you didn't hurt your dog. You know, he probably just really likes bacon. 
<laughs> well, if he was expecting bacon, then we were both disappointed that morning. And, and no, I didn't really hurt him. Fortunately for Bolt, I'm way better at basketball. I threw the football and it just hit my bike and it bounced back at me. Uh, but it did get my dog's attention, and he quickly showed everyone how he got his name. Oh, uh, he bolted. <laughs> yeah, he bolted. <laughs> he, he took off running out of my garage, and I actually felt like I was watching my A disappear. Okay, but you know, how many more days did you have before it was time to turn in your project? Well, that's really hard to say. Doesn't seem that way. Why would it be hard to say? Well, because there wasn't any. It was actually due that day. Oh, I think now is a good time to quote a scripture that popped into my mind when you first started the story. It's also from Proverbs. This is in chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 says, Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. A wise youth harvests in the summer, but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, if you would have started earlier and did your best on this project when it was first assigned, then you wouldn't have put yourself in this stressful moment. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but we also shouldn't forget what it says in Acts chapter 20, verses 9 and 10. What does that scripture say? I have no idea. That's why I said we shouldn't forget it. I know I've read it because I've read the entire Bible all the way through, but I can't remember what that one says. You know, I do a reading program every year where you read the Bible through. It, it's actually really easy and it's fun. Hey, but, like, uh, Bob, uh, you know, I kind of feel like you're trying to change the subject. Okay, you're right. I, I should have started it sooner, but I still had about an hour to throw something together. So I took a short 20-minute break to properly panic, and then I started right away on a last-minute replacement. And hopefully your mom and dad were there to help. Well, not really. They just kept reminding me of Bible verses that said I should have started earlier and done my best. You know, so kind of like you... No help at all. Hey, you know, I know you're stressed, but, you know, your parents and I, we're, we're just trying to give you some advice on how to live a more stress-free life and, you know, get better grades, too. I know. I get what you're saying. You're right. I, I just had to throw in a joke because, well, th this adventure still has some bumps along the road. You, you mean more bumps than on your pigcano's nose? <laughs> Jesse, too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> Sorry. But I did finally start on my second volcano, and this one was made out of chicken wire and gift wrapping paper. It looked okay at first, but then the fake lava dissolved the gift wrapping paper. So instead of happy birthday, the paper just said, ha, a. Which actually, now that I think about it, isn't that how Canadians laugh? <laughs> oh, sorry, eh? <laughs> well, they, they do say A after a lot of their sentences, but you know, let's not get distracted. So how much time did you have left before the bus came to get you to school? Well, that's hard to say. Why? Oh, wait. Uh, because there wasn't any time left, right? The bus was probably pulling up. The bus was pulling up. I, I ran out and jumped on. However, you know, I wasn't going to give up. I looked around the bus floor and I found an old soda cup. I grabbed it, turned it over, and poked a hole in it. Uh, I then saw my friend Glasses playing with some silly putty. Oh, yeah, we haven't heard about Glasses McQueen in a while. So uh, what's up with him? Oh, he's great. He's having a great year. And you know what? If you'll start editing the new book I just sent you, you'll get all caught up on Glasses. Uh, I don't think we're supposed to be talking about the new book just yet, Bob. Uh, we're not sure when it's going to come out. And, you know, it really takes a long time to edit and you get the illustrations and then have the book printed. Oh, OK. Good point. Well, let's make sure we don't mention that I'm going to have a new book coming out in 2024 called Average Boys Above Average. Bob, 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 Bob. Ken, uh, let's just uh, not talk about the book and let's get back to the homework story before we all get in trouble. 
Okay, so glasses loaned me a silly putty. I was hoping the putty would look like lava shooting out of the top of the cup. And did it? It actually looked more like the cup was sticking its tongue out at me. (laughs) I love it. So you went from a Frankenswine to a cup giving everybody a raspberry. (laughs) Yeah, it it wasn't one of my best moments. Yeah, no argument here. So then when the bus pulled up to school, I ran into the gym and set the cup on my assigned table. I, I made sure the tongue putty looked as much like lava as it could. And then I stepped back and Jesse... I want to be super honest with you. I was looking at the best volcano project I've ever seen. Wait, you thought a cup that you found on a bus and then you put glasses McQueen Silly Putty on it was the best project you've ever seen? Not at all. I was actually looking at Sarah's volcano project. Jesse, it was amazing. And unfortunately, it was also right next to mine. Okay, well, that makes more sense because Sarah is a really good student who probably started her project more than... 24 hours before it was due. Well, I don't think there's any way to tell, but I can tell you that Sarah's model, it was three feet tall. It spewed a river of fake lava into a glowing molten mass. Or at least I think it was molten mass. Honestly, Jesse, I don't know what molten mass is. I just know it's fun to say. Well, molten mass is an item when it's reduced to a liquid form and then Jesse, it's... Jesse, 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 I, I said molten mass is fun to say. It's not fun to hear about. And the only reason why I knew it was part of the volcano was because I saw Sarah write that down on her notebook when we first got the assignment. So I just copied her description. Looking back, I really should have copied her volcano as well. Having both our projects side by side was not very fair at all. Yeah, but it probably made it easy for your science teacher to compare the two projects. That's true, but comparing Sarah's volcano to my volcano? I don't know. That's that's like comparing a rocket to a calculator from the 1990s. Well, I I doubt that's a fair comparison. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jesse. No, I I mean because a calculator from the 90s still works, and it sounds like your volcano didn't work at all. (laughs) Okay, well played. (laughs) So my teacher gathered everyone around to now look at Sarah's project. I was not looking forward to this. Sarah turned it on, and of course it worked perfectly. Once everybody was done ooing and awing, my teacher turned to my project. Okay, here we go. What do you say? Well, he paused for a second and he said, okay, well, Bob, tell us about your, uh, whatever this is. It wasn't my best introduction. And well, it wasn't your best work either. Yeah, that's true. But I bet you won't guess the end of this story. Jesse, all of a sudden my brain kicked into action. I said, well, sir, this is a volcano that's already erupted and ran out of molten mass. So I decided to go with an older volcano in honor of you and my dad. (laughs) I threw that last part in because, you know, flattery gets you places. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it can. But, you know, I don't think that comment was as flattering as you think it was. Yeah, probably not. But it didn't matter. (laughs) Oh, matter. Get it? (laughs) Matter. Molten mass. (laughs) Anyway, my science teacher was intrigued. He said... Well, that's interesting. I suppose that explains why there's nothing left on the entire table. The lava melted everything else away. And then he added, very clever, Bob. Although I don't really like that your volcano is sticking its tongue out at me. (laughs) I like it. Your your science teacher sounds like he has a great sense of humor. Yeah, sometimes he does. Sometimes he loves jokes and sometimes he just sends you to the print. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, like, hear me out. Yes, God always wants us to do our best. I I really should have started the project sooner. But God also gives us different talents. I'm not as good as Sarah when it comes to building models, but God gave me a super fast creative brain. 
I didn't get an A like Sarah did, but it's not good to get tripped up comparing yourself to others. You know, a rocket can fly to the moon, but a calculator is way more useful for math homework. Well, as long as you agree that you should always do your best, then I agree with you that it's pretty amazing how God has created us all individually with different gifts and talents. Yeah, so in conclusion, I think we'd all agree molten mass is really fun to say. Agreed. Except for the conclusion part, because before we're finished with this show, we received a letter mailed in from Vincent, who lives in Georgia, that I'd like to share. Oh, cool. Vincent sent us a letter? Which letter did he send? Was it a consonant or a vowel? Oh, if it was an A, I'd like to have it to replace my volcano grade. Uh, Not that kind of letter. You know, it's when you write on a piece of paper and you buy a stamp and and you put it in a mailbox. It's kind of like email, uh, but, but slower. Oh, okay. Email, but slower. Gotcha. Well, what did the slow email say? Here's what he wrote. Uh, Vincent said, I have three things to say. First, why do deer wear braces? Because they have buck teeth. And uh, second, he asked, what is your life verse? Third, he says, Jesse, so he wrote to me, uh, you got to look up some jokes on your phone. That's where I get mine. Love your podcast. (laughs) Oh, that is a great slow email. Uh, Okay. First of all, That's a great deer joke. Second of all, uh, right now, my life verse, well, I guess it should be Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24 that says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. That's my favorite one. And third of all, Actually, Jesse, you want to take the last part of his slow email? Uh, what? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, sorry. I was actually just uh, looking up some jokes on my phone. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> well, uh, you were actually about to take us out. Oh, yeah. You know, but before I do, I wanted to share my life first, uh, which I think we did on our 23rd show. But, you know, that feels like years ago. Yeah, because it was. You're right. Uh, But I'm really glad that Vincent asked this question here today because it's always good to talk about the Bible. And right now, 1 John chapter 5 verse 3 is really hitting me. That verse says, this is love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. You know, God shows his love for us every day, and he really showed it when he sent his son to earth at Christmas to die in our place and rescue us from sin. And all he asks to show love back to him is that we follow his commands. Oh, that's a good one. And I think it's a good way to end today's official Average Boy podcast, which is a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other episodes, like episode 23 about thankfulness, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two, or my third book, Average Boy's Above Average Year. And also be on the lookout later in 2024 for my fourth book, Average Boys Above Average. Bob, stop trying to get us into trouble. You know, have some patience. Anyway, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'd love to hear from you. You can always message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can leave a voice message by clicking on the green box on our homepage, and then you hit the Send a Voicemail link on the side of the next page. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call, because we might use your message on a future podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you... 
Don't be average. Be super average. Oh, and have a molten mass of a day. He's average. Boy. He's average. Adventures in Odyssey has taken generations of children on an exciting journey, all the while sharing biblical principles and activating their imaginations. Now, in 2024, we'll be airing our 1,000th episode. To celebrate, we're inviting every member of the Odyssey family to join us for one grand party. This spectacular two-day event is packed with fun and excitement for Adventures in Odyssey fans of every age. Partygoers will enjoy an unmatched, immersive experience into the town of Odyssey. Meet and greets with cast and crew, Q&A sessions, trivia contests, and more. The party is topped off with a live episode recording starring fan-favorite characters. It's all happening on August 2nd and 3rd in beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado. Tickets for One Grand Party are going fast. Learn more at onegrandparty.com.